0: 13 and 3 here coming to you from iconic D Stadium in Houghton, Michigan. We are honored to have the captains from the Houghton and Hancock High School teams together just prior to their yearly, century-long wing-ding battle. This episode is sponsored by Riverside Bike and Skate, Kelly Heating and Electric, Hertel Law, Raleigh's Coach Club, and Chippewa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, which has been committed to the health care needs of patients in western Wisconsin since 1954, their orthopedic surgeons and athletic trainers serve many area schools. Mogi.
1: Hey, we'd like to welcome the Houghton Gremlin Captains, Connor Raffelli, Mike Millette and Bryant Lee, and the Hancock Bulldogs Captains, Bryce Hanner and Luke Mikola. This should be a great conversation between the leaders of the two teams on the afternoon of the big rivalry game. So thank you, guys. Thanks for coming. Welcome. Thanks for having us.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: You know, let's start out with a little Houghton gremlin. Let's start out with uh, Mickey. We understand. Michael, whatever you prefer here. Uh, When did you start playing hockey?
2: Uh, I started playing hockey when I was about two or three, Um, just going to the rink, seeing people skate when I was younger and just wanted to get more into the game, and just started skating. I just loved the game since.
0: Any older brothers or sisters?
2: That... Yeah, I got one older brother who, who played hockey before me, and I looked up to him, and I got two younger brothers that I'm trying to set a good example for them. So, so All right.
1: Can... Well, as captain, I'm sure you're setting the standard pretty
0: high. That's good. Thank you. Bryce, how about you?
3: Yeah, I started when I was two or three. Um, just started skating at outdoor rinks, and going with my dad and my uncles played at a high level. So I was skating at their rinks all the time, and I just loved it, and, and it was fun and enjoyed it every time I went to the rink.
0: Now, you said outdoor rinks. Did you guys have your own outdoor rinks No, there,
3: there was a rink in towards, like, South Range and tri and there was an outdoor rink there, and that's where I lived, and I enjoyed it and went there every day and got better.
0: All right. You know, let's go with uh, Bryce or Bryant. Um, Youth Hockey Association. Did you come up through the Holton Youth Hockey Association or where'd you play?
4: Uh, No, I started with the CCJHA, Copper Country Junior Hockey Association. That's where I started playing and I played all the way up to high school. Played through that.
0: Through that. Was that through um, in this D Stadium or what stadium were you playing in as you
4: were growing Um, up? The D and Hancock's home rink, the Houghton County. Houghton County
1: rinks. Okay. Okay. So... I see uh we have a couple of defensemen. Connor, you're a defenseman. Mike, you're a forward. Brian, you're the only goalie. We're gonna we're gonna get there on in just a minute on that. And then uh senior D pair over here from Hancock. So what brought each of you guys to the position that you play right now?
5: Well, playing defense, I just like skating backwards and like being able to read the whole play as a whole and like being uh getting a good read on it everything that's happening in front of you.
3: Yeah, I used to play forward, off and on, switching back and forth and enjoying both of them, but then I have a good brain out there, so then I thought D was the right choice for high school, so picked that this year, switched as a senior year, Uh, went back to D with Luke, and it's been good.
1: So. You have a good brain, so are you saying defensemen are generally smarter than the forwards, or is that what you're saying? I mean, And we're going to talk to a forward over here. I mean, the lone forward. So I think Connor's – or excuse me, Mike's going to have something to say about that.
3: There's some forwards out there that have brains you just – grinders
6: though. <laughs> Connor, what do you got to say about that? Uh, our coach likes to say never trust the forwards. So uh, <laughs> That's all I got to say. I mean, I, I was once a forward too, along with Bryce. I was a forward all the way up until about last year. I switched to defense and I've never looked back. I mean, you like? But, that yeah, we never trust the influence. forwards. Yeah?
0: All right. Something to be said for that, I guess. All right. How about the forward? You got anything to say about that? I Come mean, on, Mike, for all
2: the other forwards, man. <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah, the the defenseman kind of give you crappy passes on the breakout. So, I mean, you can't blame it all on the forwards. So, I mean, sometimes it's the defense too. But
0: so, what you're trying to say is you got to make something out of nothing sometimes.
2: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> uh, you got to get stuff going for the defenseman too. All
0: right,
1: and the guy who is the the last line of defense, Bryant. We've. Uh, We've interviewed a couple of goalies, and we've talked to numerous people about uh, goalies and maybe some of the idiosyncrasies that they have, and are, do you have to be crazy to be a goalie? Uh, thoughts? How'd you end up there?
4: Um, well, I wouldn't say I'm crazy, but I don't know what other people think about me. <laughs> but uh, I, I really started goalie, like second-year Mites. Um, I think it was just because I got to play the whole game. I didn't have to sub off for anybody and, um, and the gear it just looks so cool, like the big leg pads, and especially the helmet, like it was just different than everyone else. I just love that
1: very cool, so since mites,
0: wow, that's a long time, good for you, okay, so getting back to Mogi's part of his question, goalies sometimes have little idiosyncrasies do you Do you have any superstitions you put on a certain skate first, or you wear the same underwear for the whole week, or anything like that?
4: Well, I think one superstition I have is. On my right skate, I wear one black lace, and my other skate's a white lace. I think it's just kind of good luck for me. It works, so oh, okay. I wouldn't change it. As long as
0: it works for you, right? There you go. Yeah. Good. Okay, then a tough question for the Hancock Bulldogs sitting over here. Yeah. Now that you know his superstition, you're going to switch out his <laughs> laces before the game tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we can find a way in there. <laughs> All right. I like it. Stirring oh the man, pot, JC. Stir in the pot. Yeah, that's right um let's start let's look at the bulldogs here for a second uh your high school coach let's give a shout out to who he is and what kind of influences has he had on you guys
5: well our coach is pete rulo who this is his first year so we're just now like getting underway with his like stuff and he's more of like a teacher instead of like a hard like a very hard coach he influences the game pretty well and he teaches you and guides you along instead of beating down on you and he stays positive which is great nice
0: all right awesome nice. okay how about the Houghton guys I know the coach is sitting behind you and he and he's, <laughs> and he's looking at the lineup right now for tonight's game
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> No, I know along the
6: lines of what they had to say like it's his first year too but he's been along with us for uh, countless years all, all the years that I've been here he's been a part of the part of the group and with him getting the head coaching job, it's been great. He's been super positive and just been a great influence like on and off the ice. Like with him being a counselor, he's super good with like the off ice stuff too. So, I mean, it's just been great for us. Like we've had a great year and as a first year, the season that we've had has been unbelievable. Nice.
0: Nice. You know, the rivalry between your two schools has been going on since the early 1900s. And now it's formed into uh, what Houghton calls the Wingding, uh, you know, your, kind of your winter carnival sort of um, big battle. So when you guys are preparing for this particular game, is it, do you feel a little bit more upbeat, or is it just like the status quo of another game? Let's, let's look at the Hancock guys.
3: Yeah, it's just you got to look at it a little different. You know, there's probably more nerves for this game, uh, huge atmosphere. It's louder than every other game um You're playing your rival. You obviously want to beat them. Um, everyone just looks forward all season, I think. And there's a week we have in school, you know, kind of like Houghton's Winter Carnival. We do stuff all week and then end it off with a great game and a great atmosphere throughout
6: the school. All right, Houghton? I mean, kind of like we do the same stuff pretty much, but like you try to say it's just another game, but you definitely get way more amped up for it. Like, this is the one that, like, all the fans circle on their calendar when it comes time for it. Like, there's so many people there. The environment's just crazy. Like, and you want to win for your community and your school so bad. And they have been uh, circling that on the calendar for how many years? You know, you look
1: around this this special room that we're in right now with all the iconic pictures of all the all the teams and the birthplace of professional hockey. There's some uh, exhibits with some gear here. You guys realize that, that you're a part of this, you know, moving forward. You're, you're actually a part of this, so that, that's that got to kind of weigh on you a little bit. Do you think about that when you come into the rink?
6: I mean, yeah, for us, especially with us being our home arena, like you know, it's considered the birthplace of professional hockey. But I think the best thing about this rivalry for me personally is like we grew up with these guys. I mean, we played all the way up with each other, like and then you and then you diverse and then you're rivals for four years. Like, I think that's the best part about it. So, you guys were
0: teammates at one point in, in youth hockey, okay? Yeah. So obviously you know each other's weaknesses then right so let, let's let's look at uh, luke here so when you're going down on the goalie you go on top shelf or you going stick side or what are you going to do for him
5: well recently in the uh, holiday tournament went up high on the power play and bar down but i'm not letting them know what i'm going next so. <laughs> <laughs> keep that a secret
1: Maybe you can tell us after so we can watch for it cuz we'll be at the game tonight. <laughs> All righty.
0: Bryce how about you?
3: Yeah, I played with Brian my whole life. Every every single team I think I was on in junior hockey, so you know. That five has got to be leaking a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you got to come back for that, Mr. goalie.
4: Well, I th- I think my five holes definitely got a lot better. But I uh, I think I could hit harder than Bryce, you know, if you put me in some player gear. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I like it. All right, uh, Brian. How about you? You got anything to chime in on this, Mike? I'll uh, oh, go ahead, Mike.
2: Um, not much, because I mean, I I know these guys from playing with uh like some AAA stuff, but I didn't I didn't quite grow up in the Houghton atmos like the Houghton Hancock rivalry and playing up here my whole life. But um, just moving out, I moved up here recently and just joining the rivalry was just a fun experience and just seeing these guys and. Over the years of that I've been up here, just it's been been cool to play with them and play against them too.
0: Where did you grow up playing hockey?
2: I grew up playing hockey in Eagle River, Wisconsin. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Yeah. Went through there on the on our way up here. Uh, yeah, actually,
0: the you uh, or the uh, Wisconsin Hockey Hall of Fame is there. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, home of Craig Ludwig, former NHLer and Stanley Cup winner.
2: Yep. Uh, when I saw the Stanley Cup when he brought it back to Eagle River that year.
1: Oh, very oh, cool. Nice. Ah, nice. All right.
0: Very good. All right, guys. Let's start with uh, Mickey. Who's got the hardest shot on your team?
2: Ooh. Yeah. You can say yourself. Yeah. No, I think Tegan Tampany's got the hardest shot on our team. That's, that's one shot you don't want to step in front of in practice, and you're playing against them in practice. Tegan Tampany's got a, got a rocket. He just really loads up that stick, and just you, you tend to scooch out of the way of that shot in practice, and it's, it's scary. Defenseman? No, he's a forward. He's so. a
1: forward, so you don't have to worry about the net front, really. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> I try to avoid the net front when he's coming down and shooting. I'm just it's like, go oh, stand up to the side. So you
1: guys are 2D. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got a f- net front battle, he's cranking it up. What are you thinking?
3: You gotta wear it somehow.
1: <laughs> no flamingoing out there for yeah. you guys. Okay, good. Got a sacrifice. I hate when I see that. Got a sacrifice
0: for the team. I like uh, it. Yep, yeah, that's all right. So good. who's got
5: who's got the cannon on your team? I'd probably say Bryce or maybe Zach Gabrikoff. He's got a lot of muscle behind his. So is
0: is that because of, of the flex of the stick, or he's just got that much of a good pipe? <laughs> well, he's got he's got a lot of muscle on him. so. All right, very good.
1: <laughs> so looking at your, at your team's style of play, okay, Hancock across uh, Portage Lake, what, what style of play do you think your guys uh, portray mostly?
3: I think we're kind of a system-type team. We stick to our systems and hope they work, obviously, but we're also grinders when it gets in the O-zone and stuff. And when we get D-zone, we stick to a system that hopefully works and turns, or keeps turnovers coming our way. That's about that. Kay. Stick to systems.
1: Everybody has their job. Just yep. make sure you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important.
3: Okay, oh. how about Holton?
6: I would say, like, we're a team that can play almost any type of game. Like, we can go in and grind it out, but we can also almost play, like, a skillful game. Like, I would say, like, the way to describe it is, like, we almost play free, you know, where it's just, like, go out there and make plays. And, but, like, obviously, like, when it comes, like, systematically, like, stick to our neutral zone and stick to our D zone and our penalty kill and stuff like that. But, yeah, I just say we like to play free, make plays, and... See where it goes from there. Okay. I'm all right. excited to watch this game tonight. I think it's going to be awesome. This should be fun. Yeah. Now, out of the five of you, any
0: are any of you seniors? All of us. I think all, all, all of us are seniors. So this is this is the last battle that you guys are going to have against each other in your high school years. So what is it extra that you're going to bring to the table tonight to make sure you leave a mark on the wing ding? So let, let, let's start out with Luke. Well, you got to give it everything. It's, it's last one. It's do or die. Bryce.
3: Yeah. Same with Luke. You know, you got to wear everything, hit, you know, win this game. It's the biggest
0: one of the year almost other than playoffs. All right. This is what leaves the mark. Okay.
4: Bryant. Um, yeah, definitely last one. It feels a little different than last few years, but I just want to give it my all, uh, especially since it's my last one, just leave it all on the ice and, uh, back up my teammates best I can alright Bryant
6: um, I would say just have fun it's your last one you want to remember it like have a blast like you don't want to you don't want to take advantage of it and like go out there and have like a bad game and then like that's all you're going to
2: remember it forever you're going to remember your last one so just having fun I think is the biggest part Mike yeah you only live once and this is this is something that obviously you look forward to throughout the year and just it's your last go at it so you might as well make it count so all right, I like a it. Of, a
1: lot of good words of wisdom from these guys. You can tell they're seniors. You know, they've been through the battles and they know what it means. This is the last one. Is always a, the toughest when you look look. You know, you're a freshman. You look forward. You're like, oh man, I got four years, and now you look back. You got, oh, God, I got only have a couple more games, and and that's all she wrote. Playing with these guys. So, you know, give it your best effort tonight, boys. Get after it.
0: Let's look at the gremlins here. Who on your team plays with the most grit?
6: Definitely, uh, Jay Hallen at number eleven. Like he is just an absolute war animal. Like we call him the wolf sometimes. Like, oh, cool! After the Deion Sanders interview, and he said, "I'm not a dog. I'm a wolf." So we started calling him Wolf. Like he just <laughs> night in and night out, he brings it all the time. And he's just an he's one of our biggest energy guys. Like he brings it every single night, and you know he's gonna be playing physical tonight. Okay, excellent. So bring the game. All right. How about you guys?
3: I would say Tevin Stuckel, a freshman. Oh. He brought intensity to the team this year, and he hits hard and four-checks hard and scores goals. He has wicked flow. He has a long hair, but he hits hard. He's just a grinder. <laughs>
1: so a big addition as a freshman yeah, to the varsity program. That's, mm-hmm. That is huge. I like All right.
0: that. All right. Let's talk about silky mitts here. Who can dangle? Who's the one that can move the puck and leave somebody's jock on the blue line? <laughs>
6: Oh, yeah. man, a lot of shaking heads I'd here. Say, <laughs> I mean, like, we got to credit Mikey's hands. Mikey's hands are really good, but I think I got to go with an underrated guy, Jack Sane, number 12. He's got some silky mitts. Like, he'll show them off in practice, and maybe you'll see a little bit tonight. Hopefully, you'll see a little bit tonight. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bulldogs. I got to go with uh, another person on the blue line, Todd Kilpla. Only a sophomore, but he's got some silky mitts. He'll leave some guys in the dust in the blue line, make it look effortless, super, super. Uh, super creative and he can blow by anyone. I like
0: it. All right. Cool. Talking about their teammates, Smoke.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. You know, and, and I'm, when I'm hearing some younger guys and, you know, for seniors to call out their younger guys as being a really big influence on their team, that says a lot because, you know, sometimes young guys come in, maybe take some playing time from the older guys. And you're like, oh, man, I put my four years in, this kid's playing. But, you know, you look at him, it's like, holy cow, he's a freshman, but he's a stud, mm. sophomore, but he's a stud, and he's going to help our team. So that's, that's great to hear that. Um, now the, my next question is going to be something that takes absolutely no skill or anything else. Who's got the smelliest bag in the room? because we know hockey teams, you know, it's bad in there, boys. We've been there, and we know it. So you have the, the last guy you want to sit next to getting ready. Who who would that be on your
6: team? Um, Well, actually, funny enough for our secret Santa, Bryant over here had Mikey. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I work at Center Ice down the road, and Bryant comes in and buys some, like, geared – deodorant like some spray and i'm like oh who do you got and he's like mikey i can't take it anymore like it's so bad and i'm like whatever and and so like a couple weeks go by and brian's like he hasn't even used it yet like
0: like why hasn't
6: he used it so brian just took it for himself for his own gear <laughs> so i mean i i haven't got a whiff of mikey's gear yet but I, I, rumor
2: has it it's pretty bad mikey what do you have to say for yourself down there I like to disagree on that. Um, <laughs> I, I do bring I bring my gear home at least once a week and I wash it. Um, just to try to – something's not working and like superstition kind of too. And just something's not working, just bring your gear home and wash it. So I, I wouldn't agree with that statement 100% fully. I think maybe, maybe T and Tampany has probably the worst gear on the team. Or maybe Lenny, one of those two. Okay. <laughs> you always catch a whiff of him going around the locker room. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> Brian Brian, are you ready to
4: chirp up on that. Um, I don't know if Mikey washes his gear <laughs> but, but uh but Secret Santa, the gift was it, was it was a little bit of practical, but it was more of a joke, I think. Well uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's all about. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: Absolutely. Hancock, what do we got there? It's a freshman, Brady Axford. He goes sit in his locker and it just reeks.
2: I don't, know, I don't think he's washed his gear all year.
3: Seriously. It's, you go over there and you walk by it and you smell it and you're like, look at him. I'm like, wow, did you wash it all year? And he's like, he just looks at you. Like, he doesn't know what to say. What? What? Yeah.
0: So it's standing up on its own in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Huh? It's across
3: the room from me.
1: All right. So we had a buddy who played with us for 100 years. His name is Dan Cooper, and he was notorious for the stinkiest gear that I've ever smelled in my life. And he, his deal was wash it at the end of the year, put it in the bag, take it out again in the fall, and you could tell it was
0: it was not pretty. Did no, you ever sit next to Coopie? One time, that's all it yeah. took. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's all it took.
0: All right, guys, obviously you're here on this podcast because the team chose you guys as a leader so for the gremlins how are the captains chosen and what do you bring individually to the team as a leader
2: um i think as a as a captain kind of i think i bring um Deanna's, um intensity in practices and in games and stuff i think i bring like like let's be sharp, guys. Let's like let's let's do good. Let's focus on this thing and let's let's do it to the best of our ability. Is kind of how I'm in practice and, and games. Like let's <laughs> let's focus on something and do it to the best of our ability. And I kind of showcase that in the stuff that I do too.
6: For me personally, like I'm like a vocal guy. Like I wouldn't want to say like the dad of the team, but like almost along the lines. Like like just keeping guys in line. Like if they're like messing off, like hey, like let's get back in like let's focus up that kind of stuff and like obviously like an on ice leader too a little bit like given you're all in practice given you're all in games but like also like you know maybe we get scored on like cheering the guys up if they made a mistake like keeping everyone up and just making sure everyone's focused and like let's focus on like the next shift like that's my mentality
4: all right um i think i'm not really the most vocal guy like i'm kind of quiet but i i think i lead by example like i'm confident um i I'm confident and, uh, the guys can look back at me because, like, I won't show nerves like I try not to for the guys. Um, and it'll boost their confidence seeing their goalie so confident, you know, working hard.
5: I like that. Let's go with Luke. Well, as a captain, you have to do multiple things. You have to wear many hats. And I feel like the best, the one I'm best at is leading by example. You have to be, have good character to be a captain and, uh, when you're a senior especially, you need to do everything right. Set a good example for the freshmen and the the younger guys to, uh, like, build upon. So, yeah, well, when the time's right, you got to be a little rah-rah sometimes. So, True. Yeah. Bryce?
3: Yeah, we, like Luke said,
5: kind of based off that, we vote for
3: our captains at Hancock. So everyone looks up to you. Everyone expects you to do something, like be mature, be have a great personality, look up to you, come to you if you need something, you know. And then setting examples on and off the ice, making sure everyone's in line, like Connor said. Um, Make sure everyone's focused before games. That's a big thing. Can't be messing around before a game because things get out of line.
0: All right. I bet you the coaches probably appreciate that as a result Mm -hmm. that you guys are trying to mop up the mess before they have to.
1: Assistant coaches basically take care of business before it has to get to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to give a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors, Riverside Bike and Skate. Eau Claire's Hockey Headquarters, which is the oldest hockey store in the state of Wisconsin. Buy hockey gear from the people that play and know the game. And don't forget about their bicycle sales and service, as well as your paddle sports center for kayaks and canoes. And Hertel Law, the law firm you want on your side. Focusing on criminal defense and personal injury, Harry Hertel has been obtaining results for clients in the Chippewa Valley since 1981. When you need legal help if injured or accused of a crime, call 715 832-4330
0: 832-4330 for a free in-person consultation. All right, guys, you're in a battle in a game. Goalies left in a let in a couple of softies. I know you'd never do that, you know, Brian, <laughs> but let's just assume the worst that a couple softies go in. Who's in charge, Gremlins? Who's in charge on your team? Go pat them on the butt and say, Hey, no problem, we're gonna get this for you. Who's gonna who's gonna lift
2: him up? I think collectively kind of like it's a team thing. I mean like we have to bring up our we bring up each other a lot. Um like we we fight for each other and like that's something like if if he makes a mistake, we make a mistake too. So like we're all united and stuff and like it's not any one single person's fault and it's it's, it's all our faults. So that's kind of we got to I I go back there a lot and we all go back there and just pat him on the back and say hey, next time we got it. Like next shift, keep going, keep moving forward. So so nobody's Bryce,
1: out there oh, saying, ahead. hey, I had my guy? No. I, okay. that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that look he gave you. Yeah, Mo. it's like, <laughs> no. Bryce, how about you guys?
3: Yeah, mistakes happen. Obviously, it's So we let them know, you know, we got their back. You know, we'll get something good for it. We'll make make it up, you know. Um, with our goalies soft one get like every goalie lets a soft one in you know so we go back there let them know you're good and we got you we'll, we'll go put one in for you and then we like just let them know that you're good for us of the game and we'll wear some shots for you and let
0: them know that we're there all right very good and then uh how do you uh, how do you turn your body around you know Brian when when you think that you did not play up to your potential What's the thought process that you go through to get yourself focused for the next play or the next game?
4: Well, like after a goal, like no matter how I let it in, I usually go take a skater on the corner. Um, I'll just like take a drink of water and spit it back out. It's like letting the negative thoughts out, let it leave me. Um, Like do some breathing exercises, just reset myself so I can get focused for the next shot, and that's kind of it.
1: they say the best thing a goalie can have is a short memory you know forget the last one and get after the next one yeah so hockey's been notorious guys for for people chirping at each other you know giving them a little try to get them off his game um understanding that this is a pg show okay (laughs) what's the best (laughs) chirp you heard and are you guys chirpers or how does that work out there Especially since you know each other so well. <laughs> oh,
0: oh. Br- Bryce has got a big smile. Yeah, and uh,
1: and and Bryant just handed Connor the microphone, so I'm thinking we're gonna get something
6: good here. <laughs> I think I think Bryant handed me be like because he knows I got Bryce a couple times, but I mean <laughs> honestly, honestly I don't really remember any like any specific chirps, but I'm definitely a chirper for sure, but. I think our coach has been on my case a little bit this year, so I kind of toned it back. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, chirps will definitely be flying tonight, that's for sure. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, me and Connor have been friends our whole life. we It's been every single game, I think, through our high school careers that we've been chirping each other. It goes at it every game, but we just drop it after the game and we're good again. But. Yeah, chirps fly through me and Connor a lot, (laughs) but we're friends after all.
0: All right. Any particular one that you can think of that you're going to give him tonight?
3: (laughs) Not really, just whatever comes to mind. (laughs) Whatever he says, I just go off it.
0: Okay. Uh, I was uh, a referee for many years, and we had a uh, guy that ended up going to play pro hockey, and he was chirping uh, another player on a different team. And the player on the other team looked at the guy that was going to go pro, and he goes, who are you? I don't think I've ever heard of you before. So I thought that that was a pretty good, you know, <laughs> non-critical non, uh, way of getting back at the guy. So I'm sure tonight maybe we should mic him up tonight. We'll oh, boy, to wouldn't that be great? <laughs> 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 I
1: don't know if they think that's such a good idea. <laughs> All right?
0: Do any of you guys have – Dads, uncles, brothers that have played in this epic wing-ding battle in previous years?
6: Uh, I have a cousin, Dan Dotto, that played like a couple years ago. I don't know exactly when, but that would be my only relative that I believe. Did you come to watch him during these games? I don't even know. No, I was probably way too young to even be there. So Pretty young back yeah. then. Okay. Do you
0: guys ever, when you come to D Stadium... Do you ever guys ever take the time just to walk into this hall of memories and take a look around at the history that this
5: stadium has brought to this area of the Copper Country? Uh I'm pretty sure when I was younger I have like we've played here so many times that you already took it in, you've already like witnessed the history. Now it's just like a normal barn almost. You just get here so often, play here so often. Okay. Understandable. Right. Yeah.
1: So looking around at some of the equipment, can you imagine trying to play a game in some of this equipment or with those sticks? Holy cow. Think about that. The evolution of, of the equipment is just there. amazing.
0: <laughs> All right. Let, let's look at Luke real quick. Whose barn is tougher to play in, yours or D Stadium?
5: Uh, I think D Stadium is probably a little bit harder. I think the boards are like the rink, the sheet of the ice is a little bit smaller. And there's stands on both sides versus at the Hoko, there isn't. So I'd probably pack more people in here, a lot of louder atmosphere, but I enjoy it more. So
0: Enjoy it more coming into D Stadium to play? Yeah. Just the atmosphere itself brings a little bit more of an intensity? Yep. Do you think your game gets lifted a little bit coming into this rink?
5: Uh, I think so, because like, I like to play a smart game. And when there's less time, the not-so-smart people get weeded out and it's Makes it a lot easier to make some better plays. So, all right, I like that answer.
0: How about any of the gremlins? You got a reply to that at all? Which which barn you guys uh, say it's harder to play in?
6: I would say it's definitely harder to play here, just because, like he said, the sheets a lot smaller. But like for me personally, I like going to the whole co because it's a little bit bigger. You have a little more time, and but here the atmosphere is way better. You like it, it's so loud here. Pretty much every game for us is super loud, just because it's almost like echoey in there. But like when you get that many people in here, it is so loud. I like it. Very exciting. So for our young
1: listeners um, who are up-and-comers, who have some dreams of playing high school hockey and maybe beyond, so can you tell us what kind of preparation you guys did to get ready for this, your senior season?
2: Start with Mike over here. Um, I think, like, the preparation is just just hours and hours of work. Just just trust the process. I mean, like, there's going to be setbacks, but you have to keep persevering and keep going. And, like, with those younger kids coming up, it's like – just keep going, like like my advice is just keep going. Like nothing, like my dad always says, um, uh, uh, you have a plan, but then life gets a vote. So, and I I think about that, and like like you have a plan for something, but then all of a sudden like something bad might happen. But like just keep persevering, keep going, just trust the process. Connor,
6: I think a lot of it is like you just you want to play you want to play for your hometown like that's like that's the goal for like every kid that grows up here but like with the preparation part I would say it's like all like what you need like some kids might need like you know to get quicker feet or to get stronger like for me it was a little bit of both like you want to get stronger and you want to maybe get a little bit quicker your first step quickness that kind of stuff but then just staying on the ice staying in shape that was really important for me this this summer and knowing it's going to be your last season throwing on that Jersey, which feels like just yesterday you threw it on for the first time. It's, it's special and it's dwindling down. So you got to make the most of it. And that's kind of where I came in mentally, like just make the most of your
4: last season. Yeah. Um, I think preparation is a big part. Uh, like during the summer before, like this summer, uh, like every day I'd work, uh, at the Michigan Tech grounds crew up until three in the afternoon. And then, at five, I'd come work out at the school. We'd have like a lifting program, a strength program, um, led by our coach. So, my goal is like get stronger, get more explosive, and as a goalie, like I'd have to, I have to be very flexible. So, like every night before bed, I do some stretching just so like, um, injury, uh, prevention basically.
5: Sure, makes sense. Uh, in the off season, it's you can't look at it as like. A short-term thing it's a long-term thing it's a marathon not a race but with that being said every step matters so you can't skip these workouts off season and like getting extra skates in you have to do those things they add up over time and the people who truly do them they show out and they they show up in their game and it's 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 really like a, a marathon over the off season
3: yeah yeah the off season's big you know you want to work on everything um even in your as you're younger you know you're watching hancock and all these high school teams like you want to build up to that you know and you want to make the team and you want to do this and you want to get everything better and be perfect as your senior season you know and have no regrets you don't want to have any regrets and like oh i didn't work out this day I, you know you got to just work out and skate in the off season so you have no regrets you know so everybody
1: knows that uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link on a team especially hockey you know there's six guys out there each time, and that's it. Um, your seniors, your leaders, um, You, I'm sure your coaches had some organized things going with you, either skates or lifts or conditioning programs somehow. Did you have to deal with, and don't mention any names, but how do you deal with that guy who's maybe not as motivated as you because you know, hey, we're going to need to count on you and you need to be the best you can be. We need you to get on board with the program. How do you How do you approach a guy like that? And maybe you haven't, and if you haven't, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, you you got to motivate them, you know. You got to, as like being a senior and you want to get them in the weight room, you want to be better for next season, you got to tell them to look at next season and tell them to, it's going to come quick, so you want to get every lift impossible, get on the ice, and can't just blow it off like it's nothing because it isn't, you know. You just tell them you, you want a good record next season, like – Let's get in the weight room. Let's get on the ice as much as possible.
6: Um, you live one time. So just have no regrets, like I said. Yeah. Like for us personally, like me personally, I would say like just like getting them on the bus like like it starts now, that kind of thing. Like you got to get in there and especially if it's a younger guy, like you got to get him in there and make him want to be there. Like and you got to, as a leader. You got to gain their respect too. like you can't go in there and just yell at him. Like you got to like be like, you know, hey, like. You, you know, maybe even give them, like, some positive stuff. Like, you can be, you know, a good hockey player, but, like, you got to put in the work, you know, stuff like that. Like, almost like a backhanded compliment almost, you know, yeah. where it's like you got to get in there and just you got to work your butt off.
1: So you've all been there. You're seniors. You're looking back. You know, you say it, it goes by so fast, and you're probably going, holy cow, we're we're going to be done here in another few weeks. Did you – develop any of your leadership skills based on what some of your captains did when you were young and -and up-and-comers, how they motivated you, how they kept you together as a group. Anybody you want to shout out who was influential to you early in your career that made you kind of who you are now?
6: Yeah, I would say like Camden Markham was super good last year. He was actually, he won Mr. Hockey last year. He was super good, like just super positive. And I mean, we made a very good run last year and he was a big part of it obviously as a player and as a guy in the room he was super good with us and uh like obviously no leaders are perfect so like you almost you almost learn from their mistakes too but i mean obviously he didn't make too many but we didn't win it last year and that was tough but just the way to see that the way he handled it and handled all the adversity that we went through last year it was really good to see and he was one of our biggest leaders for two straight years so it was really good to like feed off his energy
0: nice Old Dogs got anything to answer or, uh, you know, to add to that?
5: Yeah, I think uh, last year's leader or one of the leaders was Calvin Hammond. He was, like, really, per, like, almost as mature as you get. He set everything up, like, off ice. He was, like, he, like, almost made no mistakes. And on the ice, he was just, he just wanted to play like Calvin. Like, Calvin was, like, he was super fun to watch, super fun to play with, like, he was just a great example, and he just made you want to play like him. Nice. That's the ultimate compliment right there. Actually. Absolutely.
0: So let's look back at a history a little bit. Houghton has won a state championship in 82, five runner-ups, 79, 95, 12, 15, and 19. Hancock has won two state championships, 99 and 16, and two runners-up in 87 and 2000. So which team has the biggest bragging rights?
2: A lot of smiles and no answer. I gotta say, Hancock's got the bragging rights here on this one. I mean, they got two state champs under their belt, so I mean, I mean, obviously those state champ, those state championships were earned, and like they have a really, really good program and really good coaches this year. And then, like, I mean, I think they got the bragging rights this year. So, props to them. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it. Nice recognizing the nice. opponent, Bulldogs. I have it- to
3: go with Hoa, and they've been solid this past few years. You know, you. Look at them like you want to beat them, but they're gonna be. It's gonna be tough. You gotta find a way. You know, they went to the state uh, tournament last year, and they were solid last year. You played them. We play them four times a year around that, and lost everyone. But everyone was a fight, and they have good players every year. I like it. Good rivalry should be fun.
0: Yeah, you guys are lucky enough to have a D one program right in your backyard here with Michigan Tech. Do you guys? take the time to go watch any of their games? And if so, is there somebody in particular that you like to watch when you're at those games?
6: I mean, yeah, it is sweet. Like, obviously, it's a little tough to get there sometimes with with our schedules, but it's just cool to have a program like that. And, you know, we're lucky enough to have some uh, former players play there, like Hancock's Alex Nordstrom plays there now, and that's really cool to see. I mean, a hometown kid playing at a D1 school right in your backyard, like you said which is always cool and like we've had several other guys like Ray, Ray Bryce played there and he was a captain there actually which was really cool to see we got to witness that which is that's super fun to see yeah. that's pretty cool
1: so you guys have a really cool I think it's an 8 team Great Lakes hockey conference and uh JC and I actually were having a having a pizza last night we were watching Marquette play who, who did Marquette play? Calumet. Played Calumet on Live Barn, which was really cool. Here we are sitting in a Pete's place, and there's a high school game on, which was, which was really cool. Do you have any interesting stories or fun stories about any of the bus trips you've had or any of the adventures you've had playing any of the other groups? Um, I've never been up here in the winter before, and JC's been telling me for years, oh, two to 300 inches of snow, it's crazy. You won't believe it. And here I come up here, and it's like, JC, there's
2: no snow here.
1: So any epic trips? Did you ever get snowed in somewhere in the middle of nowhere? Or any cool bus stories you could talk about?
2: Uh, we've had some uh, some iffy bus rides back for sure from away games. That's it's in the snow and it's coming down and you're just like, can't see the road 15 feet in front of you. You're <laughs> like, uh, boy, this, is, this isn't this is great, but you, you'll make it. And, I mean, obviously, like, just, I mean, hanging out with the boys on the bus is always fun. I mean, it's like. Playing music, having a blast—it's always just just a good time. Nice. So, who's the troublemaker on the bus?
0: The guy that you got to put the pillowcase over his head to tell him to knock it. Oh, look at that smile right there, right there. Maybe that was him in his younger days.
6: (laughs) I mean, you got to make it fun on the bus. I mean you try not to cause too much trouble but I mean you get to you get to mess with some kids sometimes when they're sleeping maybe but other than that I mean it's not too bad. I mean maybe take a couple phones take their phones away for a little bit. <laughs> limit their screen time. But that's about it.
5: All right. Hancock boys? Uh yeah, there's uh these teams like Marquette and Escanaba that just joined the conference. They're a couple hours away so you always have a fun bus ride with them and I remember times where you get back and your car's already 10 inches of snow on it or yeah i (laughs) gotta shovel it out oh my god yeah but usually this winter we haven't had any snow really so
1: yeah kind of crazy huh it
5: is it's the way it is we're gonna give a shout
0: out to a couple of quick sponsors here Raleigh's Coach Club in Altoona, Wisconsin, located across the street from Altoona Ice Center on Spooner Avenue, has been a staple in the Altoona community for decades, providing support and sponsorship for youth and adult sports. Raleigh's has your favorite beverage ready and your favorite team on the screen. And Kelly Heating and Electric, who recently put in a new furnace for me, is a dedicated to serving their customers' heating and electrical needs efficiently. They have been named one of Bryant's Medal of Excellence winners. They provide expert advice from a friendly staff that can provide, with the, provide you with the knowledge you need to make the best decisions on your next electrical, heating, or air conditioning project. Moog.
1: So, Connor, you mentioned a couple of the guys who have gone on to play in from the area at Michigan Tech. Uh do many of the guys from your conference go on to play in the NAHL the USHL or at D1 and and do you guys have any aspirations of moving on after this season
6: Yeah I mean we had 3 last year move on we have Landon Stevens who's playing in the NOJHL right now and Gabriel Carlson started in the AJHL and now he's playing in the SJHL and Camden is now with Austin Bruins in the NAHL so we had a couple last year but obviously with hockey being so big up here like there's so many great hockey players that come out of here and tons that move on and for me personally
2: i want to play hockey after high school whether wherever that be so okay mike how about you yeah i mean trying to pursue hockey is one of my goals and uh, i mean just just seeing the success from all the other players that come out of this great conference and like from other up in the up it's just it's great to see and it's just amazing and it's like that's hockey something i want to try to pursue when i'm older okay brian
4: yeah um i think playing hockey after high school would be so cool it's Definitely something I want to do.
5: Okay, Luke. Uh, I know there's been some pretty great alumni coming out of Hancock. Uh, a name to mention: Alex Nordstrom, as Connor said, and uh, Tanner Carroll, who went on to play in the NHL for a couple seasons. Pretty recently, he was a captain at Tech too. So yeah, following those footsteps, so those guys would be pretty wonderful. And playing in those, uh, continue playing high school after, or continue playing hockey after high school would be great price
3: yeah like Luke said you know it's you get players coming out you watch them growing up and you love it and hockey almost becomes like an addiction you know you can't get rid of it you love it so coming your last year of high school thinking about if you want to go play anywhere play juniors and I think I want to obviously because I just love it you can't get rid of it you know <laughs> like but yeah that. I do yeah somewhere well, I imagine with uh, all
1: the great players that have come out of here that you guys probably have a steady flow of, of scouts at your games from all the different levels so You've been probably been seen by numerous scouts, so hopefully you get some phone calls after the season.
0: Well, for Mogi and I, tonight's game, we're excited to watch it. And ultimately, we would love to see a tie, but we know that's not going to happen, right? So Luke, when you go into the locker room tonight, you're getting your team ready. What are you going to address? How are you going to address the team? What do you want to tell them before the battle tonight?
5: Well, you only get so many of these games in high school, and you got to take advantage of them. And in these games, you have to lay everything out on your line. And there's you really can't have any regrets playing these games. They're all-or-nothing games. You only have – if you're lucky four, maybe three, two, one, you have to do everything for it. There's no regrets at all.
2: All right. Mike? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, in the locker room and stuff, it's definitely – Some some guys are tense. You can tell. I mean, but me coming in a locker room, you gotta be. I gotta gotta be loose. I mean, you gotta you gotta show guys that um, like you're you're mature about it. You've been here before, and like let's let's like let's take it as another game. But I mean, obviously, it's like like Connor said earlier. It's like it's not another game. It's when you circle on the calendar. But I mean, like obviously, coming in a locker room, you just you gotta be serious about it. I mean, like you can't can't be goofing off and just you gotta have a professional mindset.
0: When you guys are first in the locker room and you're getting your gear on before the captains come in and straighten everybody out and get the mindset, it's time to get ready. You guys jamming some tunes in the locker room? Got some nodding the head a little bit. Okay, Bulldogs, what tune are you jamming?
3: Oh, it's kind of some old course stuff, you know, a little rock and roll, get the boys fired up. Um. Yeah, it's just, we don't like that new stuff, the rap. We don't We don't mess around with that before games. You don't want everyone just mellow and thinking it's just everyday life. You know, we want them, you know, hyped up and just ready for the game.
0: A little ACDC?
3: Yeah,
1: or? Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> Probably a little Guns and Roses, I'm guessing.
6: How <laughs> yeah. about
4: gremlins? What are you guys up to? Um. Well, before warm-ups, like off-ice warm-ups even start, we are playing some country, maybe some rock and roll. But uh, once um, once we start off ice warm ups, we c- kind of switch the tone of the music, like more energizing type.
0: Any particular song that comes to mind that you guys like to get jamming to? Oh, look at this! We got we got the yeah. center of attention right yeah, yeah. here. So,
6: yeah, we got to shout out our our ox guy, Cooper Leonard. He's he's got a great ox actually. So he's a little bit all over the place. Like you know, you might get a Katy Perry song here or there, which is always nice. But when he plays "Lose Yourself" by Eminem, that always gets the boys going. <laughs> That's usually his go-to. He'll probably play it once or twice tonight. <laughs> All right. Mike, any addition to that?
2: Uh, Hall of Fame is a good one uh, Lenny puts on a lot. I mean, you, something that you like. I mean, you're Hall of Fame. It's like you kind of want to try to be a part of that. And like. But, yeah, he does great, great job on the walks. I mean, getting the boys hyped up. I mean, so it's a great time in the locker room. All right. What's the pregame meal of choice?
0: And what time do you guys eat before the game? What do we got? We got rice.
3: No, probably some chicken and some rice, you know, keep her light. Uh, eat at like three, four hours before the game because you don't want to be yeah, moving slow out there.
0: Yeah. All right. We got yeah. it. How, okay, go ahead, Luke.
5: Mine's probably pretty similar. Throw a little bro- broccoli in there and call it good. Probably around the same time, so yeah. Okay.
4: All right. Um, I usually eat a Jimmy John's sandwich number nine. <laughs> Number nine, what's what's so it's, special about the uh, Niner? The Italian. Oh, there um, you go. Eat that. I think three hours before the game. Okay. All right.
6: Um, I'm I'm a big rodeo fan. Just down the road over by Domino's, uh, I get the chicken burrito, medium salsa, no beans, and extra ice. No beans on game day. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure your but, teammates uh, are thankful yeah. for that. <laughs> I'm I'm like a strict like three o'clock. Otherwise, I just feel like I want it to like digest so three o'clock
2: three o'clock all right i'd say like it's a simple pb and j kind of keep it simple and about like either three or four hours before the game and maybe a granola bar and before the game that's that's about it all right and you're ready to rock after that oh yeah ready to rock awesome okay. awesome all right who's gonna
0: bring speed tonight who's uh who's gonna have it dialed in look at look at the smile over here from bryce who's uh Who's going to have the speed tonight? Who's going to get on that ice? Who's going to rip it up? Who's going to tear it up? Who's the one? What team? What teammate is just going to have the rocket up their hind end tonight that they're they're ready for this show?
3: I'd say Tevin. Yeah, I would say our freshman, Tevin Stuckel, the grinder. He's always moving quick, uh, laying a hit, uh, first shift, you know, get the boys going. And it's pretty cool that he's a freshman because – you don't see much freshman leading like leading a team like that at the beginning of a game. You usually expect a senior, but that's good for us that we have a freshman that's going to build his way up to senior year, and we don't even know what he's going to be like senior year. All
6: right. Gremlins? Fun, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen a faster high school hockey player than Mikey. Like His first step quickness is just... It's crazy, like any game, any given day. Like his first step quickness, like he'll absolutely burn anyone. Like oh, we, I know we have two defensemen over here that are probably shaking in their boots, <laughs> waiting. Oh, watch, <laughs> watch, just thinking about Mikey getting that puck oh, tonight. Oh, the so. chirping
0: starts. I like it.
3: <laughs> Bryce, any comeback for that? Oh, no, he's he's right. You know, Mikey screws up your gap. He's quick, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we could stop him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, guys. Any shout outs you want to give to a former coach, current coach, you know, somebody that's had some influence, uh, whether it's a family member, on your hockey career up to this point?
6: I mean, I'd like to shout out Corey. I mean, he was the guy who gave me my first chance in the Houghton hockey program. I mean, the impact he's had on this game in this, and this program is just, it's crazy. Like, he's our most winningest head coach in history. He broke that record last year, and then, like, uh, Kind of an unsuspected retirement from him this like last year, it was like super hard to see him go, and I think it's even a little bit hard for him. But like the impact he's had on me, like giving me an opportunity to wear the jersey for the first time, it was it was a, a an experience I'm
2: super grateful for. So I'd like to thank him for that. Awesome, Mike. Connor kind of said it all. I mean, Coach Mar- Coach Corey Markham. I mean, he's like he kind of he showed me a different look at kind of the game, like just kind of showing me like that. I mean. This stuff's super important, like just taking care of your body and stuff. I mean, you, you you did a good job, and that's that's a guy that I wanna. I mean, keep trying to um, pursue hit how the way he coached and kind of something. Maybe if I pursue coaching later in my later in hockey, it's kind of something. Adopt his style a little bit. All right, All right, yeah, d-
4: definitely shout out um, Coach Markham. Like, I think he coached for twenty five years in Houghton, if I'm not wrong, and uh. Yeah, he he gave me an opportunity just like Connor, and he had confidence in me during come playoff times when I was a sophomore and a junior. So I, I just want to thank him for giving me the opportunity.
5: Nice, Luke. Yeah, uh, I'd say our current coaches and our, like our new additions to our staff, uh, assistant coach Matt Marshall. He really brings a lot of intensity and positive like energy to our practices, and it it brings the mood up a lot, and it it gets us ready for these games that have a lot of atmosphere and we have a lot of pressure in practice, but it's good pressure and it helps us build. So, yeah.
3: I'd have to go with Pete Rulo. You know, he, he's my uncle, but he's really smart with the game and teaches a lot. And you have to listen to everything cause he, he knows everything. He played at a high level. So, and then he expects good practices, which leads to good games, obviously. So I like that. And he teaches you things you didn't even know about hockey, you know, like you expected, you knew everything, but he, there's a lot more. And he taught that, which is, Really grateful for that. Nice, Moog. I tell you, I
1: I'm listening to you guys and and the maturity and and the and the thoughtfulness of your answers. I uh, I just I, I see you as excellent ambassadors of the game of hockey, but also in your community. And uh, I I just feel a sense of pride. It's like these are hockey guys, and they're they're saying the right things, they're doing the right things, and they're leading the right way. Uh, it just gives me. I'm kind of getting goosebumps just saying this. I like. I, I want to see a great game tonight, and J.C. says he wants to see a tie. We know that can't happen, but uh, you're all winners in my book, and uh, you've, you're great leaders, you're great ambassadors, like I said, hockey in, the, in your community. So uh, thanks so much for coming today. I can't wait to watch you guys play tonight. Yeah, Thank thanks you for having, thanks for having us, Chris. All us. right.
6: Thank you.
0: Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening, Please do us a favor and leave a comment on your favorite social media platform. Helps us stay in the game. And we can't thank uh, Houghton and Hancock High Schools for allowing you guys to come and, and be part of this podcast. We truly appreciated our time with you.
1: A huge thank you to our guests, the Houghton Gremlins captains, Connor Raffelli. Mikey Millette and Bryce Lee, and the Hancock Bulldogs captains, Bryce Hanner and Luke Mikola, as well as you, our faithful listeners. Did I screw something up?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it's Bryant, not Bryce.
1: Okay, I, I had Bryant. it all right the whole time, <laughs> yeah. and then I messed it up at the end. All right, so that stop button, I'm going to stop it for myself. No, I would never do that. that <laughs> that's, that's so unfair. All right, so Bryant Lee. Yeah, I right, All right, got it. All right, got it. Nice job, Moke. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Please remember to visit our sponsors, Riverside Bike and Skate, Chippewa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Kelly Heating and Electric, Hertel Law, and Raleigh's Coach Club. And like JC says, please follow us on your favorite social media platforms. And remember, folks, until next time, keep your head on a swivel and stay on your inside edges.